Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good wherever you are. We hope you are well. We are so glad that you decided to tune in to another episode here at Spiritual Fitness. It's been a little bit since we recorded together, and we are so excited to get into this topic that we are going to talk about with you. Yes, welcome back, everybody. It has been a little bit since we've been back. If you have been following the podcast and jumping in every Sunday, you've probably noticed that we have went a little bit rogue lately, and we do apologize. But for all you new listeners, you probably won't skip a beat. But just to catch everyone up on where we've been, uh, my, my sister and I, we've both ended up in Costa Rica lately, and we felt this strong calling in a spiritual sense to get down here, to get to this space and start to do some work with community. As we always talk about community, 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 how do we inspire each other? And what we've been doing is actually is we've organized some wellness retreats around plant medicine, which goes deep into our own personal suffering and helps kind of uncover things that we've been hiding from through our life. This this essence of plant medicine is really starting to show itself in the world more these days. And it's being more accepted. It's being more widely talked about. And what it does is it really does open this door to our own inner suffering that we actually hide from. And, and this is what this topic is going to be about back. This is what this podcast is about actually today is, is our suffering and it's our own internal suffering. And when we talk about suffering, I mean, we don't mean like put you in a cage and get beat, but we mean the suffering that we create and that we bring upon ourselves. And these things can be anything from self-sabotage, from procrastination to like our past couple episodes, you know, this fake mask of happiness or our own self-limiting behaviors could be things like anger, being hard on yourself, self-doubt, trying to be perfect to fit in in a world where you don't need to be perfect. You can just be uniquely you. And we've had other episodes on that. Um, from people pleasing, frustration, self-sabotage, negative thought patterns. I mean, this is just to name a few. And we really want to start uncovering this stuff because, you know, my sister and I, in these last retreats, we did three retreats here in June in Costa Rica, which was super amazing. And so much transformation happened, not only for us ourselves, but for all the participants that came, flew in from different parts of the world to join us on these retreats. And so, yeah, we just, me and my sister were thinking, let's do a topic about suffering. We hide from this so much. And yeah, that's what we're here to do. Talk about suffering. Yes. It seems so extremely relevant to talk about kind of goes in line with everything. We're talking about joy and happiness and there's this backdrop of suffering. I did a little research just to kind of figure out a good definition of suffering because there are different types, right? There's the suffering of suffering. These are, mm -hmm. these are ones that we're really familiar with, for instance, like birth, you know, you suffer a little bit when you're going through labor, right? And then of course you have old age that just comes with aches and pains and that's a different type of suffering and, and sickness, of course. And, and then the death, the death of a loved one, right? I, I'm sure many of us can relate to grief as a form of suffering and the more we grieve, the more we suffer sometimes. And then, of course, there's a definition of suffering that has to do with change. And I, and I really kind of think this one's interesting because it's even though we're striving for our happiness, even though we're striving for our joy, sometimes there's this backdrop of suffering the entire time where when you do get what you want, you have this fear of not holding on to it. So it's always like this negative little voice in the back of your head that says, even though you're going to get there, even though things might be going great right now, it's just a matter of time before you're going to lose it all. And you're going to lose it all to things like death or sickness or old age. And then this third type of suffering I, I was looking at, this is the one that really hit hard 
in the retreats and that really brought it home as to why we need to talk about this and why we need to have an open communication and honesty around it is because this is the type of suffering that we're not likely going to recognize. It's really the most pervasive kind of suffering. It's the general background that we have, right? The anxiety, the insecurity that colors all of our happiest moments. Even when we're out there having a good time, it's that shoe that's waiting to drop, you know, deep down the fear that life doesn't have solid ground for us and our existence is questionable. So these kinds of doubts, they might be well-founded, but kind of looking at it, opening it up, gives us a chance to review our wisdom, review whether or not we can move past that negative self-talk, essentially. It, it's part of that. It ties into that. Yeah. It, it's almost like, you know, it's like people, are, I'm sure you're probably listening and maybe think like, I'm not suffering. Like, why would I want to suffer? Like, no one wants to suffer. Like, this isn't something that we, we intentionally set out to choose to do. But, you know, it's, what's interesting is that this suffering idea actually becomes something that we fall into, like you were saying, this pattern that we just get used to. And it's something that we fall accustomed to in our lifestyle. And then we think that it becomes normal. And this is our normal world. And so this isn't suffering. This is my normal world. And but but the comparison game starts when we start looking at things on social media. We start looking at what other people are doing with their lives that you're like, hey, I would love to have those things or maybe become jealous or even envious. And you want those things. But you see it. We see it as maybe not something that you deserve because of where you're at in your life or maybe how you were brought up or maybe the society that you live in. But that's a form of suffering. That type of suffering is like basically self-limiting yourself to not believe that you deserve more. And this is the hard part from, I would imagine to, to really grasp on is that we choose this suffering. We choose the suffering because we, we think it's something that we can actually survive, right? So we fall back into a pattern because we've been through this pattern before and then we can, we can survive through that and we can get back up to a place where we're like, we're about to cross into this unknown, this break into this new self, break into this new idea of what, what we want for ourselves, this new change, like you were talking about, this, this pervasive type of suffering where we recognize it, but deep down we want change, but that change prevent, provides un, unknown and uncertainty. And we don't know what that looks like. And that's where like the fear of the unknown comes from and breaking our boundaries. And so instead, we just choose to keep suffering because we fall back down. We get into worry, we get into cycle, we get into procrastination, we get into self-sabotage, we get into self-limiting behaviors, we fall back down, and then we're like, nah, I've survived here before, this is no problem, I can survive this again. Exactly, and you know, you saying that and talking about how it's part of our normal world makes me think and relate to the word stress, right? When you look mm. at the term of stress, and I mean, I had an extremely stressful job for 15 years, and it just became my normal world. But my body and my heart was suffering. And I just thought, oh, you know, that's fine. I've been here before. I know how to deal with this, right? I was just having this conversation the other day with someone who, a woman he knows his entire life, she pretty much has been under stress for 25 years in her career. And she's Jeez. suffering. She has no idea yeah. how to get out of it because to her, that's the norm. It's the normal, tolerable level. And we feel like we must suffer in order to get somewhere good. Mm. We got to hustle. We got to grind. We got to, we have to suffer in order to get somewhere good. And that, I mean, why is such a negative connotation of how we look at things? And this is what we talked about in past episodes. Like our mind is set up to, uh, 
to appease the negative. We accept the negative as a normality. And, and so we think this idea of chasing our own dreams, or our own, our own greatness, as we always talk about, is normal to like, get up here, I feel great up here, and then, oh no, I probably don't deserve this, I probably should not be up here too long, because we start getting worried about what success actually looks like, and what the greatness of our own success could be, and what all that might provide for us. And, and I'll be honest, I, I fall into that category quite often. I really feel I'm, <clears throat> I, I get there quite regularly. I know it, I have recognition of it, and there there are realities that I, I can see in myself that I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? You know, why is this my reality when I know it's happening? And this is the hard part for us all. Like I know I'm, I'm all about the unknown and uncertainty, but man, it's like, why do I allow this like little sabotage of my little self? Like just keep popping up and showing its little rat face head. <laughs> just showing exactly. itself to me. Rat face. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because when we were at the retreat, I remember um, our head facilitator, you know, I remember having this clear awakening to the truth in, in one of the ceremonies that I really believe that I have to suffer to have something good. Mm. And, it, and it was so beautiful the way he just looked at me and he was like, do you have a suffering story where you have to feel that way before you allow yourself to feel good? And at that point in time, I was so vulnerable and so wide open and instantly the, my, entire, my entire body said, yeah, that's my story. Mm. I have to suffer. I have to suffer before I can allow myself to feel good or accept my success. I feel like that's the payoff, right? I always have to grind against something. I always have to have some kind of motivation or tool that I'm working against. Like, I don't want to be like this, right? I don't want this to happen to me. So I have to suffer through whatever in order to avoid that. And I feel like a lot of us do that. I think that's pretty normal and standard. And it's such a old story. Mm. You know, I don't think there's any room for that in the next... 20 years. I think it's an old story. <laughs> I think we need to get to our greatness without suffering. For sure. The stories, the patterns that we tell ourselves have to end and they have to end with us. Right. So it's like the biggest thing, this is what, this is what I really love about the retreats and I love about plant medicine because it really kicks me in the rear end to do the work. <laughs> and um, Because I really, if, if we sum all of the suffering up, it's like, no one wants to feel like shit right? I know you don't want to feel like shit. I don't want to feel like shit. I'm sure anyone that's listening doesn't like to feel like shit, but it happens. But when we're feeling like shit, are we sitting there playing victim to ourself? Or are we saying, what is this situation or the scenario, this experience teaching us? And how can I transform this experience to be the greater good of myself? And how can I use this information to help other people? And the idea really is, are you genuinely interested and willing to do the work? because there's work involved. And that's kind of what the retreats are about. That's what it's, that's what we do is things that we work on. And are you willing to do, to do the things to get yourself there and basically start stepping away from choosing what you already know the answers to and start working on the things that you don't yet know the answers to. And honestly, this can be, will be, and should be some of the most important work you do for yourself ever in your life is face your own suffering that you've created. Exactly. I agree. That is a great segue to introduce our beautiful tip and trick that we have for you in this episode. 
we have a spirit hack from Shaman Durek's book, Spirit Hacking, which he's amazing. We've mentioned his book before. We're going to mention it again because he <laughs> gives these awesome tools. Yeah. He gives actual everyday tools. And I'm just going to go into one of them here. This one is like a three-step process that kind of allows you to air out your wounds and use your suffering to lift and shift is what he says. Lift and shift. I love it. And for this hack, we want to make sure that you're set up in a safe space. So get comfortable away from noise and interruptions. Make sure you surround yourself with some comfort items like your favorite pillow or your favorite blanket, you know, put on some comfortable clothes. You want to be away from the noise. And if you have a particular, say, experience that caused you suffering, or maybe it's a pattern that you notice that causes you suffering, just ask yourself, how does this experience serve me? How did it serve me? Or how does it serve me? And you want to examine like how it kind of served your evolution. You know, in his book, he gives an example of a pretty traumatizing sexual event when he was little. And it kind of, long story short, in his book, he goes into it much further, but it talks about how it activated his energetic senses. So it allowed him to become more sensitive to the room, to energy, to the people around him, which serves him in his work that he does now. And I know that we don't all have that perfect example, especially with something so intimate as sexual abuse. So I'm not trying to promote that in any way. But it's a beautiful example of how it served you and what you could possibly look at as a learning experience and feeling in to that for any kind of slight energetic shift. And the second part of this has to do with thanking the person who inflicted the suffering. And I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> when I first read that, I'm like, thanking that person. Yeah, right. But thanking actually requires a great deal of humility and compassion. You know, you, you're kind of acknowledging to yourself that that suffering served your spiritual growth and that that person who may have inflicted it or say, you know, it was some kind of event that was inflicted, that that was your teacher, you know, as well as a type of medicine for you. So it's important to try and reframe that and thank that person to humble the event and, you know, it's, he's not saying in this uh, hack to reach out to that person by any means. That's not the point here. There's no need to go ahead and reach out. Just when you're sitting there by yourself in your comfortable clothing. And then the third part of this has to do with asking yourself, what do I want to do with this gift? So realizing that the suffering holds for you some kind of a lesson, what are you going to do with it to empower yourself? How can you use this in the highest service to yourself and humanity? And I think it's a wonderful way to look at it, to be able to change the mindset from a why mentality, like why me, why did this happen to me, which kind of slows down our evolution. We get stuck in that victim mode that Michael was talking about and turn it into more of a, okay, so this happened. What can I do now with this? How can I use this to empower me? How can I use this to help people to avoid the same pain that I endured? And I think that like we always talk about, you know, it's a community, right? We create a ripple effect. So if we are helping others avoid that same pain or at least holding compassion for others, 
That's huge. That makes a huge difference. I, I truly love this hack because <clears throat> what we're doing is we're moving away from what he talks about is victim consciousness. As an adult, we're playing, we're choosing to be consciously a victim. And instead we're taking the time to stop, stop choosing to suffer. And we start choosing to heal. And when we stop choosing to suffer and we create space to learn from our experiences, we can then heal. We can heal ourselves. And when we step in, like we talked about <clears throat> moving away from this uncertainty, the things that we're used to falling back down into, we can start moving a little bit further out away from our certainty, our familiar zone we talked about before, and we can get into our unknown. We can get into these new areas of healing and unknown, which give our, which gives us our own chance to change our own life. We actually start taking back control with conscious choices. And just wanted to share that knowing that that in this unknown and doing the scary part anyway is the most powerful way to get a new positive pattern started within your life. And, you know, we're not trying to fix you here at Spiritual Fitness. We're not trying to tell you what you should be doing. And, you know, honestly, you don't need fixing. And we're going to go back to this other word. You do need healing. We all need it. None of us are perfect. We've all got these past conditionings from our, our parents, from society, from our community that were things that we didn't choose. And we just need to heal. And they're old thought patterns that we thought suited us. And they thought that made us comfortable, but they didn't make us great. And they didn't make us feel like our authentic selves. And so, yeah, just to wrap it up, it's like we make a million choices per day, right? Where our brain is endless. And this is our brain. This is what we always talk about. It's like our brain is the one that's like causing this chaos. And if we can start acting from our heart more often, we can show up more positively in the world. We can start making a conscious choice and we can choose the good rather than choose the bad. We can choose, and I think you've said this before, Jim, you can choose to thrive rather than choose to suffer. And becoming aware of this, we in fact realize that this is a choice. And this is the most powerful first step that we can take for ourselves in making a choice. Rather than suffering, we can actually choose something else. And um, man, we're in control of the spaceship, right? We say like, we are the ones in control. We are the captain of this avatar navigating Starship <laughs> 3000, you know, electric avatar beings thing that we live inside, you know? Like, That's right. Um, so grab a hold of the wheel tightly and, and choose to create a different experience for yourself and a different exactly. point of view of your life. Exactly. And, and it's simple. Move out of that victim mentality, right? Go from why me, why me, why me? And what can I do with this? Yeah. How can I be empowered now? Such a simple little thing once you get the hang of it. Once you get the hang of it, it is hard yeah. at first, right? Because yep. it's like, oh, meme, I'm hurting my meme. Why did you do this to me? It's like, point the finger out because it's easier. Point the finger outside and why did you do this to me? Instead of saying, oh, how did I cause this? Where's my part in this? And how can I transform this information and experience? Yeah, what's my myself? lesson here? You know, what was I supposed to be learning? Even if you can't turn it into how did I cause this? Even just looking at it, like, how can I use this to benefit mm -hmm. me? Right? Simple. And, and yes, the first couple of times you do it is extremely difficult if you've never done it before. And then it just gets easier like anything else from the first time you try it. It gets easier the more you practice it. Yeah, I, I've been trying to use that. And just so we can wrap up this episode, I've been trying to, well, the last couple of years, just realizing that everything that happens in my life is the culmination of all the, 
all the feelings, all the emotions, all the thoughts, and all the words that I've put forth in my path. I've created this, right? Because I've put myself in the places in my life to create the things that I've created, good or bad. And it's sometimes in the bad when it's like <laughs> victim mentality. It's hard to accept that. But when we take control, we take control of the ship, we take ownership, we can transform things so much faster. And, and yeah, it, like you said, it takes practice and it takes repetition and it just like anything effort. else. Yeah. Conscious effort. Conscious effort. Awesome. Thanks, Jane. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. What a good episode. I can't Super wait to do good. another one. Always excited to do more. Always excited to have you guys here with us listening and getting your feedback is amazing. So please keep it coming. We enjoy it. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening here. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Just remember that you are infinite, creative, powerful spiritual beings, and we are so grateful that you keep joining us here in Spiritual Fitness. Take care. Stay tuned for the next episode. Love y'all. Thank you for listening in to this episode. Don't forget to join or subscribe to the podcast community to keep your spirit aligned with every spiritual fitness episode. And if you are seeking to keep flexing that spiritual muscle on the daily, jump into the tribe and social community of spiritual fitness on Facebook and on Instagram, because here you can stay up to date with our inspirational posts and community encouragement. Because you aren't alone in this journey of evolution, growth, and becoming spiritually fit, we could all use a little push into reaching our greatest self. This thing called life is a co-collaboration of manifestation and intention as we each are walking a path of trying to reach a state of remembrance. So don't do it alone. If you know anyone else in their own search of greatness, just as we are, share the link to the podcast, to our social pages, and let's collectively take part in our ability to inspire the collective together. You have to let it all go, Neo. Fear, doubt, disbelief. Free your Good morning. Good afternoon. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to introduce the subject, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. I don't know what you want me to say anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. I've lost my mojo. It's been like three months, dude. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to introduce the topic? You said you were going to introduce the topic. Okay, fine. I'm going to introduce the topic. Okay.